Hi, my name is Chloe Andras, and I'm 12 years old and from Barcelona. I welcome you back once again to A Bite Into Life, a podcast for our educational community. Today's episode will be narrated by Goldie Utanchandani, and she will talk to us about the importance of sleep in teenagers and how to get a sufficient number of hours for best results. Thank you very much for being with us. Sleep research by the National Sleep Foundation and the American Academy of Sleep Medicine suggests that a teenager needs between 8 and 10 hours of sleep every night. Yet, most teenagers only get about 6.5 to 7.5 hours of sleep. Teen body clocks naturally shift to make them feel tired later in the evening, but early school starts do not enable them to sleep in during the mornings. If you can imagine being on a three-hour jet lag feeling, this is the way a teenager feels on most mornings. Hi everyone, I'm Goldie Chandani and I welcome you back on a new episode of A Bite Into Life. Today, I will speak first about the importance of sleep for our bodies, followed by why it is so difficult for teenagers to get good sleep. And finally, I will give some practical tips on how they can improve and incorporate a few changes that can lead to better well-being. Sleep is vital for people of any age. For teens though, profound mental, physical, social and emotional development requires quality sleep. It is essentially a period of inactivity where a lot is happening. In the same way that whilst we are awake, there is visible activity going on, during the dormant period you are consolidating all the information you have acquired in your day and this is achieved while we, whilst we sleep. Hence the term sleep on it makes perfect sense now, doesn't it? And for those of you who are headed into important exams in the weeks to follow, your memory is retaining all the information adequately during sleep. Sleep benefits the brain and promotes attention, memory and analytical thought. It makes thinking sharper, recognizing the most important information to consolidate, learning. MRI scans have shown that brain regions shift dramatically during sleep. When you're asleep, it seems as though you are shifting memory to more efficient storage regions within the brain. Consequently, when you awaken, memory tasks can be performed both more quickly and accurately, and with less stress and anxiety. This is observed by Matthew Walker, PhD, director of BIDMC's Sleep and Neuroimaging Laboratory. On an emotional level, sleep benefits mood and reduces irritability in all beings, but is especially important for teens as they are adapting to more independence, responsibility and new social relationships. Poor sleepers often experience lack of empathy with others, being unable to pick up social signals and leading to impulsivity and poor decision-making. In terms of physical health and development, Sleep contributes to the effective function of virtually every system of the body. It empowers the immune system, helps regulate hormones, and enables muscle and tissue recovery. We are also clearing toxins from our brain. Our metabolic system is re-equilibrating, and if you look at it logically, your body is preparing itself for the active phase that comes the next day. So, all the activities we perform in the daytime are heavily conditioned by how well we have slept the night before. We have more than clearly understood the full benefits of sleep on the brain, yet statistics and polls show 
how teens just don't get enough sleep and suffer from excessive drowsiness and lack of attention, very specifically harming their academic performance. Why is this so? Several factors can contribute, contribute to this problem, and these factors may vary from teenager to teenager. During adolescence, there is a strong inclination towards being a night owl, staying up later at night and sleeping longer into the morning. Experts believe this is a twofold biological impulse affecting the circadian rhythm and sleep-wake cycles of teens. First, teens have a sleep metabolism that builds more slowly, which means they don't start to feel tired until later in the evening. Second, the body waits longer to start producing melatonin, which is the hormone that helps promote sleep. If given the free option, many teens would get 8 hours or more per night, sleeping from about 11pm or midnight until 8 or 9am, but as most school start times are as early as 8 or 8.15am, they simply aren't able to fall asleep in time to get the full 8 to 9 desired hours and arrive on time to school. In order to compensate this loss, many try to catch up by sleeping in on the weekends, but this often exacerbates their delayed sleep patterns and lack of consistent rest at night. Apart from their sleep cycle, which is the main issue, it's important to recognize they also have their hands pretty full. It's a particularly stressful time when their exams are looming or there are deadlines to be met. They are learning to manage their time the best way they can, and actually many don't allocate sufficient time for sleep. Sleep education still remains a mystery in most homes, given the fact that as adults we also struggle to keep those hours in check. A question I ask parents, are you mindfully sleeping 8-9 to nine hours yourself? If we were to incorporate a conscious practice of sleep preparation within the family as a whole, this would be the beginning of reallocation of our time, giving more credit to the importance of sleep. Another point to mark, which although isn't exclusive to poor sleep in teens, cannot be entirely ignored either. Mental health conditions like anxiety and depression can be a challenge to quality sleep in teens as well as adults. Insufficient sleep can contribute to these conditions as well, creating a bi-directional relationship that can worsen both sleep and emotional wellness. The fact that they go hand in hand is a focal point to look out for. There are several recommendations that can be suggested to teenagers for helping to get more sleep, but essentially I believe these are only workable if you can first fully understand the benefits of sleep versus not getting sleep. Think about how you feel and look in the summer holidays. Granted, it's a time when there is no major academic pressure, but if we pick out the sensation of wellness and rest that you enjoy in that period, it's a pretty cool feeling to aspire towards. Now, let's make some tweaks to your regular school routine, specifically in the evenings. These changes need to come into place, not all at once, do it gradually. So the first thing I will recommend is finding a place outside of your bedroom where you can leave your electronic devices to charge. Ideally, a bedroom is a space where you need to create a temperature that's cooler rather than warmer. Sleep initiation for anyone requires a drop in body temperature, and as a teenager, you tend to feel more hot anyway. So all the more reason to leave your window open a little, draw your curtains to create dimmer lighting and close your door to have a quiet space. Think about your brain now needing to unwind slowly 
to accommodate to the inactivity that sleep will require. It's important to relate this to a metaphor that works for you. If you look at how any workout comes to an end, there is a required cool-down and stretching phase. Otherwise, your body can be more sore the next day and you may even develop aches and pains. When you are driving at high speed and need to stop and park your car, you will also have to go from fifth gear gradually to first via fourth, third and second. In the same way, sleep requires preparation too. We need to slow our brains down. This now brings me on to the rituals one can practice. Ideally, you should be partaking in an activity which is relaxing for you and your brain. A video game would not classify as relaxing for your mind as it's releasing hormones that encourage excitement and activity. But perhaps writing a journal, reading a book that's not associated to your academic subjects, or listening to soothing music can all promote body unwinding. Giving yourself around half an hour for this is usually enough time, and then turning off your lights would be the last step. I know a lot of you will say, it's okay to fall asleep, but what about the waking up? That's brutal. Yes, I know it certainly is, especially since sleep biology in teens is programmed for later bedtimes and thus waking up also shifts forward. The key here is to understand this can be managed by training the body to see the morning light, as this is the one that promotes us to wake up. So there's a way to stimulate this by the use of a light box in your room. These devices usually come with an alarm clock and mimic the light and color of a real sunrise so when you open your eyes, you feel properly awake and refreshed. Waking like this helps to regulate your sleep-wake cycle and has even been shown to boost mood, energy and productivity levels for the rest of the day. Initially, it's not easy, but with time, the body clock adjusts to waking up to morning light and avoid evening light disrupting our sleep biology. That being said, I cannot stress enough the benefits of sleep on teenagers, but in the bigger picture, knowing how to train yourself to acquire the right number of hours can shape us in our adult life and later years too. So, in conclusion, learning how to sleep is essentially a life skill. The ability of this skill is handy to a new parent, but also to a post-retirement aged person. A big reason that makes us human beings such extraordinary creatures is thanks to how much sleep we are giving our bodies. It's a matter that definitely requires more and more attention, especially with the knowledge that sleeping is what we dedicate a third of our lives to, yet such an underrated topic spoken about at times. On that note, I want to thank my listeners today, and if you enjoyed today's episode, please share, like, or drop me a comment. Until next time.